Hey loves, I'm Sarah, I'm 20, I'm a queer fangirl who spends too much time on the internet. I'm Robert, I'm not quite 50, and I don't spend as much time on the internet, but I have seen way too many movies and TV shows. And this is 50v20. The podcast where we take a look at queer representation in media. One ship at a time. Charlie! You two coming up? Oh, you're being gay. Good job. Carry on. And so that's when we get the first inkling that there's a little more that might be going on with Farouk and Andrei. Yeah. Like, and you were even like, oh, are they going to get a storyline? <laughs> yeah, there was like one moment where they were like, they were just spending a little too much time talking. And I'm like, they're about to have a storyline. Yeah. And I'm excited. <laughs> Which it takes its time with because it's basically over the a few scene, a scene like in each episode of the next three. Yeah. Keep in mind, neither of us have read any of the comics, so I don't know if that was, like, a thing that people knew was going to happen, but I didn't know, and I, I, was, just, I was shocked. If they're both characters from the book. I know Anjali is. Yeah. And then, I don't remember why she was coming in that room, but we get the great line that you already showed me is in memes already. Of Darcy uh-huh. opening the door and be like, oh, you're being gay. <laughs> good job. Carry good on. Good job, Carrie. <laughs> Love that. That was a good moment. We get James and Isaac interacting some more, and being kind of cute. Like, they, I... I know Isaac, where it's going to go is not necessarily a relationship between them, but clearly he likes this guy as a per- like a friend. Yeah. And they both like books. So they have things to talk about and do. Yeah. And the parish trip is setting up a very large friend group to get a- go around with, including James and um, Sahar along with them. Mm-hmm. And Imogen, after a little while, joins yeah. them because she's not having a good time with Ben. Or we could do some shopping. We'll go to the museum. Get off. What? <laughs> hey, guys. Um, do you guys mind if I hang with you for a bit? Ben's being so boring. Of course not. Sure. Yeah, it's so free. <laughs> Have you been to the Sacre Coeur yet? No, I haven't. Let's go together then. Come on. Let's do it. Yeah, thanks, guys. You guys are more fun. (laughs) It's like he doesn't even want to hang out with me anymore now that we're dating. All he cares about is having a girlfriend. And now he just ignores me all the time. I'm not even sure he likes me that much. Do you even like him? He sounds horrible. Yeah, you see Ben in the background just being so, like, mean to Imogen. Mm-hmm. And it's very sad. You see Imogen, and like, telling Ben, oh, let's go here, let's take pictures, let's do this. And Ben just keeps being mean and saying, like, no, that's lame. I don't want to do that, whatever. I think it's so funny when Imogen goes over to the, the main, like, friend group of the show and is like, you guys are way more fun. Yeah, it's like, I spent the time with you. <laughs> you guys are so much more fun. This guy is driving me nuts. Yeah. Well, it's because he doesn't, Ben doesn't want to do anything. I don't know why he's on this trip. Probably his parents. Yeah. You know, we know. We, yeah. yeah, he doesn't, he's not interested in like any of the parents it, stuff. It's good that the, I mean, it's something they could do now, I think, in season three. But I said this when we were talking about season one is that I don't want Ben to suddenly be like, we're going to hear a tragic backstory of why he's him. Now we can have it because we spent another season with him being annoying. Mm-hmm. Now we can. Except that he apologized. Now he has to realize why he needed to. Yeah. He's doing it in the wrong order, but he's doing it. Yeah. We're jumping ahead. He's jumping ahead. (laughs) 
But yeah, is this um where the ice cream happens? Um yeah yeah yeah. So we kind of haven't like addressed any of it really, but there's like subtle clues throughout the first. Well, this episodes. is the first obvious one. Well, the eating thing, because there was the one where he didn't eat dinner at Nick's and then goes home and says he ate dinner at Nick's. Well, there was also one when he got the Oreo for himself and then he gave it to Nick. Okay. Yeah, I think that's how I read it. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, but he kept looking at this like package of like Oreos where he was oh, like, yeah, am yeah. I going to eat it? And then he gave it to Nick and said it was a present. And um, I don't know that felt kind of sus. <laughs> See, I think in that scene, I was thinking he was holding it because he was deciding if he wanted to be seen handing him something. Oh. It was him being protective, but that also makes sense. No, yeah, the way way I read it was that he wanted to eat it, but he didn't know if he should, and then, you know. And then he's, you know, skipping food when he has to run home, so he didn't end up eating dinner, and then... Yeah. Now he doesn't want the ice cream because he says he's full from breakfast. Full from breakfast, and then Nick says he didn't But Nick's like, you didn't eat much breakfast. Oh, I'm still full from breakfast. Oh, you didn't eat that much breakfast. Yeah, I did. Yeah. It's very sad. We get Tara talking to Nick or Charlie. Oh my god, wait, 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 before we get there. Can we can we address the moment on the bus where Tara's like, hey, can we talk about that thing that happened? And then Darcy is like I guess I've just been worried about when I said you know. You didn't say it back? You mean about our prom outfits? Because, you know, I still think we should be Princess Peach and Mario. And my reasoning for this is... Oh, our prom outfits? Oh, yeah. She <laughs> changes it to something else. <laughs> right, because this is what, what she's talking about here. She's yeah. like, they try to, you talk about your feelings. I'm jealous of you and Nick in some ways, too. What? Why? You both talk about your feelings. The Darcy just... Makes everything into a joke. It's hard to get to open up. I said I love you to her last week. And she didn't say it back. Like, maybe she didn't even want to. But Tara just makes everything a joke. Like she doesn't even make, she's not even making it a joke. She's Darcy. just making it weird. Right, Darcy. Darcy makes Sorry, it Tara, no, Tara right. says that Darcy makes it. Weird. Yeah. Darcy, iconic. I love it. <laughs> it's so funny. And you can so see good. it every time she does that. She does it a few times. Where she, yeah. There's like a pause and like, oh, you mean that other oh. thing that it obviously is not. <laughs> yeah. To the point where outside at one point, Tara's just like, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, outside of the Louvre, I think. But anyway. Yeah. But then we get the conversation where she's like, yeah, you two talk about your feelings. Like, you two are better than what we're doing right now. Yeah. Yeah. Because Darcy doesn't want to talk about this stuff. And, yeah, she's kind of negative about it. She feels like maybe Darcy doesn't want to say it back at all. Yeah. Which is the wrong thing, but that's we'll learn over the course of the season is because Tara doesn't know anything about Darcy's life. Yeah. Because Darcy has Or at least, at least Darcy, her, her yeah, life. her home life. Because she hides it all. What are Tao and Elle doing at the museum? They run off together at some point. Oh, right. And that's, that's when, when they... she wants to draw and she's... And he takes a picture of her. And they have their first kiss. Yeah. Yeah. That was a cute moment. That was really cute. I like that. And then um, other stuff at the museum. That was mainly the Tar and Darcy stuff. And Nick and Charlie. 
Imogen had a good line. I forget the context now, but she says, uh, maybe I haven't had the best track record of relationships, but I think being honest is better than living with regret. <laughs> yeah. I love her. Honestly, Imogen was kind of annoying in season one, but season two, Imogen was so girly pop. I loved her. She was just great. <laughs> and so then it's this episode at the Louvre that Charlie passes out, right? No, that's after the Eiffel Tower. Oh my god. Is this all in one episode? Did you not write very good notes? I relied on you for these notes and you're confusing me. I didn't know that the Paris trip was going to take multiple episodes, so I wasn't being very specific. Oh my god. Well, also because when was the dinner? Was the dinner after the museum? Or the dinner was before the, dinner, the museum? No, the dinner's after. No. No, because he hadn't eaten, but it was also he had the excuse that that was the day they went to the Eiffel Tower and they were all out in the heat. Yeah. Wait, that's heat. That's next episode. Mm-hmm. So where did this happen? Did they not go to the Louvre yet? Because the Louvre's after the Eiffel Tower. That's next episode. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Sorry. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, no. <laughs> what was this one? <laughs> Challenge. <sighs> I gotta look it up. What's the B description say? On a school trip, Nick and Charlie try to keep their relationship under wraps. L and Tao reconnect at a museum. Oh, they go to their own museum. That's what it is. That's not the Louvre. This is the thing you were talking about with Tao and L. That's when they're in that different little museum that's like, looks almost like a house with like. They went to multiple museums. That's why I got confused. Yes. Because the Louvre is next episode. That's after they go to the Eiffel Tower. So I'm not sure exactly what else happens with it in this episode. I know how it ends. Because this is the one that ends with Charlie and Nick in bed together. And yes. Nick gives. Oh, the hickey. hickey. Oops. Whoopsie. That was funny. Which leads into the next episode of Heat. Your editing is going to be great for all of what just happened. It's going to be great. Wonderful. <laughs> They're getting it in the order it comes because we can't fix it. Yeah. Because I don't remember where they went in that. I know they wandered around. Was the locks that day? Isn't that when they went to dinner? That's when they went to. I know. It might have been, because I, it's a different day. That might have been the dinner, because that's when he sees the... I know what's happening. Okay, I'm jumping in from editing, because we were both off. The locks is in the next episode, Heat, and the Museum of the Tao, and I'll go to it. Just for your information, is the Musée de Montmartre. Pardon my French pronunciation. <laughs> but the dinner is this episode. <sighs> Back to us. So anyway, they yeah, the locks happen. Charlie and Tao do the little locks together, yeah. which was cute. And the way they framed that shot, that was another thing where I thought it was set up for later. Someone was gonna see that and try to like out Tao or someone. Something. Oh yeah. I was looking for more drama than there was gonna be, <laughs> even though there's plenty of drama. Yeah, no. Um but yeah, Charlie and Tao do the lock and then they go to dinner and Charlie and Nick don't sit together at dinner because they're being a little hush hush about it. Ben sits next to Charlie at dinner mm-hmm. and is being an ass <laughs> as he does. And then Imogen yells at Ben, which is fantastic and lovely. I haven't spoken to you properly in ages. How was your first day in Paris? Not interested in how my day was then. Why are you in a mood with me? Because you're supposed to be my boyfriend. But instead you've got some sort of obsession with Charlie. What are you trying to say? 
I don't know why you're obsessed with Charlie. And to be honest, I don't even care. All I know is you're a terrible boyfriend and I deserve better. I'm breaking up with you. Your energy's off. You're not mature and clearly you have some issues that you need to resolve before you're ready to be in a relationship. And I'm not going to wait around for you. I think it's time I focus on myself. And then Charlie and Nick go speak to Imogen. I don't know, maybe I shouldn't have done that in front of everyone. Well, I think it was one of the coolest things I've ever seen, so... <laughs> Agreed. Nick notices that at dinner Charlie didn't re- really yeah. eat either. Because that's when, yeah, he looks back at the table and sees the food is still. Yeah. Anyway, okay. that was the episode. Okay. The problem is I couldn't remember where they went. Because they're walking around Paris. I think, all they were just, on, like, I think they were just really walking around. Walking around random places. That bridge yeah. with the locks. Yeah. Uh, the little museum place. Where yeah, and isn't there. that when they like get there? So there was like stuff on the bus too. True. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Part of the episode. Oh my god, I love the moment where Darcy was like, hey, if we're underwater, why can't I see any fish? <laughs> Yeah, I didn't realize so how that Darcy wasn't that bright until that, yeah. No, it was so funny. No, but that's what I said. Remember I said to you, I was like, I love Darcy because she says that thing about the fish and then like a scene later, she deflects from the conversation that Tara's trying to have. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, she's not very bright, but she is but smart. she's smart, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and yep. I like that. I like that in a girl. It's good. You know, the tunnel is not underwater. It's under the water. <laughs> She's black. <laughs> so good. Okay, yes, that was the end of the episode. Yeah. Yeah. So are we under the water? Yeah. Then why can't we see any fish? It's just pitch black. So where were we? We're in Paris. There's a hickey. Yeah, that's as, where we are. As episode five, heat begins. Yes. And um, that's so funny. So Charlie wakes up and he sees that, and then Nick comes in and is like, "Oh my god, did I do that?" And then Tao comes in and starts yelling at Nick, which is hilarious. <laughs> well, how mad he gets! He's so mad at Nick. <laughs> like it's not that bad for Charlie. Um, People know. How did you get that bruise on your neck? Oh. My. God. You! I cannot believe it! The actual- We will be having words. I don't think it's fine. But at the same time, I was like, does no one have a scarf? Does no one have makeup? You're in Paris. Put your collar up or wear a scarf. I know for sure if they, like, told- Imogen's got makeup? If they, like, for sure told, like, Darcy, like, hey, this is what happened, like, can we figure something out? Like, they would be fine. Mm-hmm. Trust. <laughs> Wait, didn't they make a point of how much extra stuff Elle had? Yeah. That she had a whole extra bag for all of the stuff she had to bring? Yeah. They had they had a they lot of stuff. They weren't thinking. And didn't Imogen say, um, my bag is so heavy and I blame the patriarchy or something like that? So... They had stuff. 
<laughs> they could have figured something out. I don't think I even noticed that line, but that's funny. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Yeah, it was a good line. But then pretty early on, there are people asking if they specifically ask, oh, is it true that James McEwen, that James, him, mm-hmm. because James is the only other gay person they know exists? <laughs> yeah, apparently. Even though that school is full of gay people. I'll show you a dude like, no, I met, a, I met a French girl yesterday and just shut them up. Yeah. It's none of your business. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so he has a hickey and everyone's making fun of him. And then Charlie doesn't eat breakfast. And so Nick wraps him up a croissant. Mm-hmm. For later. For later, if he gets hungry. And, and then they're going to the Eiffel Tower. But before they're there, they get set up to take a, a quiz that Mr. Fruit gives I don't even know what it involved. Oh, yeah. They had to translate something. They had to Because just... this is a... F- Technically, this trip is for French class, I guess. <laughs> or, yeah, they said to enhance your French skills. Yeah. So, yeah, they they get paired together. Farouk doing outright what the show is doing throughout this season. It's pairing people up with different people. Yeah. Oh, Let's my God. how they interact. I loved Isaac and Henry together. Or, so, oh, my God. Harry. Isaac and Harry. Ah! It, it's especially great because it apparently works. The next time we see Harry, he... Is nice. No, it's amazing. Isaac is like, oh, you need to, like, try empathy or something. Where, where is it? I know you think it's funny to point things out about people and get a laugh out of your mates, but do you ever stop and think how you're actually making people feel? Like, come on, Harry, where's your basic human empathy? Oh, come on, leave it out, book so, boy. So good. So good. Iconic. Yeah. I loved it. Yeah, that's great. And then we, Isaac is with, no, Isaac's with Harry. Nick is with Ben. Mm-hmm. Which I don't remember their interaction then, but it's not good. We didn't really see that much of them. But at that point, they'd already been near each other at the study thing, so I think we'd already gotten a bit of that. But Charlie's yeah. partner with James, and is it then that oh. we find out that? No, we didn't. We don't find out then that James had a crush on him. No, we someone else. Right? James has a crush on Isaac. No, but he said James mentions to someone that he did have a crush on Charlie last year. Oh. I don't remember that. But um, I love how James is like, oh, Isaac didn't give that to you, did he? Yeah, but then I called that one. I'm like, because he's asking about who did it or anything and how he likes Isaac. Yeah. And it's like, you need to ask if Isaac did it. So stupid everybody thinks it was me. Like, just because we're both gay means we must fancy each other. No offense. I'm taking do you think Isaac thinks it was me? I, I just don't want him to think it was me. He knows it wasn't you. Oh. Okay. It wasn't him, was it? <laughs> no. Yeah. Did Isaac do that? Yep. Yep. No. He didn't. He did not. You, you asked good. the important question. Um, Tar and Darcy are together because they're always together all the time. And that's when Tar is like, oh my god, I am trying to ask you about the I love you thing. Or, no, I think she, like, gives up, though. Like, you can see in her face that she's, like, frustrated, but I don't think they talk about it yet. Right. She's like, are you fucking kidding me? Oh, my God, I can't keep cussing. Heartstopper! Darcy? I want to talk about what happened at the Paris trip meeting. About Tal's proposal? Yeah, I kind of feel like we should have known it would have been a disaster after that. But I still feel like if they just kiss, they'll figure it out. Darcy! You know, that's not what I meant. Remember when we were walking into Chura? No, not really. You know what? Never mind. 
Let's just get on with the worksheet. She's like, are you, are you kidding me? Are you for real, for real? We get Nick and Elle having a conversation. I don't think I really understand any of the art, but it's nice to look at. You don't always need to understand it to enjoy it. That's why it feels kind of romantic. Yeah. I guess that's true of real life as well. What is? Like, you don't have to understand your feelings completely to know that you like something. You don't have to always have figured everything out. You can just feel. And it's like this inkling that she's gonna give Tao another chance because she wants to, obviously. Yes. And we skip the Eiffel Tower. What happens at the Eiffel Tower? Oh my god. They run up the stairs. I'm taking over this episode. Take over. (laughs) I tell you to take notes. I'm going bonkers. From now on, you take notes about scene order. Okay, Eiffel Tower. Eiffel Tower. It's great. They go. Um... And That's your recap of the Eiffel Tower? Yeah. It's great they go. They go. I'm glad you're here to tell us these things. That's oh, nothing happens at the Eiffel Tower. They take a selfie. That's when Henry's nice and he's like, stop bothering me. Is that hickey from you then? <laughs> <laughs> what if it was? You jealous? <laughs> I'm not gay. Nah, leave him alone, lads. Come on. Come on. You've got your own problems. Did Harry just stick up for us? <laughs> I think he did. Weird. I thought that it was that was at the Louvre. No. Is that the I stairs of the Eiffel that. Tower? That's the Eiffel Tower. And then um, we see that Nick is and you trying. Call Henry again, though, I think. I'm it's not going to stop. Fine. Henry, Harry, they're all. No offense to all you Henrys and Harrys out there. I'm sure <laughs> if you're British fans, you'd probably have that problem. This too. is this is um when. We see that Nick is trying to get in touch with his dad. Yeah. So. He's been yes. texting him. Anyway. Eiffel Tower. Louvre. Whatever. Louvre stuff. is great. Is this when everyone else hears him speaking French, but Charlie doesn't yet? I believe so, yeah. No. <laughs> no. That was before. That was when he got ice cream. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So, they go to the museum. The Louvre. The Louvre. And Darcy is not impressed by the Mona Lisa. And I am not impressed by Tao's film knowledge. Why? Because he's saying how there's no movies at the Louvre. I'm like, they're there at the end of Edge of Tomorrow. Oh. They are very notably there in, oh my god, I double checked the title to remember it. It's in French, like Generation of Outcasts or something like that, I forget the title, where they famously run through the museum and then they try to break that record in a different movie, mm. which I have seen and now I also can't think of the title. Wow. Okay, Tao, you're fine. Yeah, there's not a lot of them. There's, I'm pretty sure someone also steals things from the Louvre. They're at the Louvre in the frickin' Da Vinci Code. It's there. Anyway, Tao and Elle are hanging out, and it's great. And but the French student movie from about the students in the 60s is a big one. Yeah. Dreamers. The dreamers. Yeah. So Tao and Elle are hanging out, and they're all lovey now, and it's great. Charlie and Nick. Wait. Do Charlie and Darcy do anything in the Louvre? Is this when they? This they, is when, this is when they address they it. Address it openly. Oh, okay. 
Yeah, Tara's like because they don't girl. finish the conversation because that's when Charlie passes out. Right. Yes. So Tara and Darcy address the whole thing, and Darcy is like, "You said it in a casual way." Yeah, you said you didn't mean it like that. Yeah. And then the conversation gets cut off, but Tara says, "But you know, I did. You know, I do." And then they get interrupted, so they don't get to address the end of that point until later. Why do you always avoid the issue? Sometimes I feel like you're hiding stuff from me. I'm not. I've never met your parents. I've never been to your house, and I didn't even want to say I love you back. It was just a casual I love you. You said you didn't mean it like that, but you know I did. You know I do. And then Charlie passes out. Yeah. And everyone goes and runs for the teachers. Yeah. Oh, my God. Which is good. You know, good on them for running to the... The the animated imagery of Charlie passing out was, like, really well done. Yeah. I felt lightheaded. I was like, oh, yeah. It was sad. And then, so Charlie passes out on Nick, and Nick catches him. Very romantic. Mm -hmm. By the time that the teachers come back, he's already He's awake and he's asking what just happened. Yeah. I believe that's where the episode ends. No, there's way more that happens. Anyway, I'm going to keep taking over. So the teachers take Charlie to the table and say, hey, if you just want to chill for the rest of the day, that's oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. I, I know where the episode actually ends because it's a sort of cliffhanger. I don't, know if they, I don't know if they give him the sandwich because they know or just because that's what you do when someone passes out. Yeah. But the way they handed him the sandwich was like very like careful. Mm. Like, And it's this. fruit that gives it to him, I believe. Yeah. Which is good, because he's not the one who knows him as well. Yeah. And he's also not, like, the warm and fluffy kind. So when he does those nice, like, gestures, Mm -hmm. it's, like, very sweet. And then Nick is like, hey, I noticed that, um, it seems like you have a problem. And so Charlie eats, like, a little bit. Charlie. I've noticed you uh, don't really eat a lot. Um, generally. Or, I don't know, it kind of feels like it's, it's gotten worse lately. Like, I feel like you eat, eat less than you used to. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. Hey, no. You have nothing to be sorry about. I just... I want to understand. Honestly, I get really anxious whenever shows talk about eating disorders because most shows do not handle this topic yeah. well ever i thought the way that they handled it was pretty okay well, if i had to guess and i had i do have to guess because i haven't looked it up yeah so sorry if none of this is true but i would guess the writer of the comic so writing for the show maybe had an eating disorder is definitely queer in some way yeah and probably has other mental health issues, maybe cutting and all these things, or was close with people who did. It, it, it all seems very sort of semi-autobiographical, but fictionalized. Yeah. Well, it's it's definitely, um, I don't know, well, like, relatable. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting, too, because usually we always see eating disorders with, like, girls. Hmm. So it's yeah. kind of interesting to have... Yeah, that's rare. ...to show that, TV. like... Boys can also have eating disorders. I think the only thing is they didn't, like, give a warning, which I was okay. I wasn't triggered. 
But I would think for, like, a family, like, anyone could watch this. Maybe in the recap, they should have been, like... They also didn't give a thing at the end. Yeah. Maybe because it's British, they don't have to. Yeah. Because I know with, like, in the U.S., it's like, if you know anyone who has mm-hmm. these, go to blah, 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 dot com. And you'll know at the beginning of an episode if someone's going to, like, talk about suicide or kill themselves. Because there's going to be a warning at the beginning. Yeah. And a message at the end about a phone number. Yeah. But, yeah, there wasn't any of that. So, it's it kind of interesting. Which you could use. So if you happen to be listening to this because you don't care about spoilers, no going in, they will mention eating disorders. Yeah. They will mention cutting. It could be potentially yes. triggering. Yeah. <laughs> the thing that I think was maybe the most triggering with the... Just how, like, often they show, like, the food stuff. And they they kind of show, like, some ways that you can, like, hide it. So that mm. was, like, maybe not great. But other well, than that, I think it was handled. Eating disorder is generally a hard thing to put on TV anyway because of that. Yeah. You're going to have trouble showing it and showing it in a way that doesn't trigger someone who has that. Yeah. But also has, like, dealing with an with eating it. disorder can almost be an eating disorder in itself because the only way to deal with it is to actively regulate what you're eating and when and all that. Like yeah. you can, you're using the bad part to fix itself. Yeah. We don't get that far in this season because he's not quite fixing it yet he's just honest about it which is good. yeah yeah he's honest about it but yeah they don't like it doesn't magically get fixed yeah so they talk nick's dad calls him back and is like hey let's meet at a cafe charlie sees nick speaking french and is like because he's on away. the phone with his father yeah. yeah and then charlie's like i've never really heard you like speak about your dad and so they promise to tell each other any like Big-ish things that are happening that are going on, right. in their lives. How about we promise to tell each other when we've got stuff going on? Deal. And then they run off to go to the cafe. Right. Because then, then the start of the next episode is then is going the to the cafe. When they're literally, I kid you not, I sent a text during the scene okay. at the cafe, and that's how short. Nick's father was there because I said right, you missed wh- the whole conversation. I missed the entire conversation because I sent one. Text. It's okay. There was no conversation. <laughs> I'm like, wait, is that it? <laughs> Basically, he meets Charlie. He says similar line to what he's going to say later, where rugby's good to meet girls. Basically, yeah. And then he gets a phone call, steps away from the table, and when he comes back, he has to leave. Yeah, it was very. Like, sad. There was very little there, which feels like that's probably about what. <laughs> Nick gets. Yeah. As Nick says later, he visits once or twice a year. Yeah. That he even hears from him, so. And he doesn't live that far away. <laughs> yeah, it was sad. But that's fair, too. You don't have to interact with your family if it doesn't work well. Yeah. If they're not providing any positivity to your life, then you are allowed to go no contact. <laughs> and then it's this episode, what is this one called? It's not called Truth and Dare, Truth or Dare. It's called both Truth and Dare. Isn't it called Truth slash Dare? On IMDb, that's how it's listed. But on the screen, it was six dot truth, and then that flipped to six dot dare. Six dot truth, six dot dare. So it was like two different titles for the same episode, kind of. Thing. Oh, that's cute. Okay, which is nice. Great. But this is where we get more of Farouk and Anjali as well, because <gasps> this is when they're in the hallway. Yeah. <laughs> like it's after eleven. Well, because Nick and Charlie are in the hallway having a cute little moment, and they the te- teachers catch them and are like, Fruits, like, go back to your room. And then Jai's like, we would have done the same thing. You could have just let them right. off. You know, like, it's fine. 
And he basically says he would he did that stuff when he was their age. Yeah, too. he's like, I used to do that with a boy. And then Farouk says, you know, I missed out on a lot of those moments as a teenager because I didn't come out until my late 20s. Yeah. Boys, it's past 11. You should be in your room. Go on now. Couldn't have let them off. Pretty sure I did the exact same thing at that age. Sneaking around like that. With a boy. You never did anything like that. Knowing you don't figure out your game to your late 20s. Tend to miss out on us. Beautiful gay teenage experiences. Hmm. Probably a bit late for me to have any youthful moments of discovery. I don't think there's an age limit on those, to be honest. You fly, mummy. Maybe. Ah, come on. Head back. Which I think was interesting. Especially, I remember in the last podcast you said it's really interesting how this show displays a lot of different characters in different, like, moments of their coming out journey. Mm-hmm. And now it's even right, more of that, a range. Uh, well, like, Anjai and the coach, I don't remember her name, are both been out for so long that they don't even think about that part of it. Yeah. But Farouk, you realize, oh, it's still can come even later than these main characters we've been following. Yeah. And even some of the ones we are following, but that's spoilers for last episode. Yeah. As well. Somewhere along the line, we've also found out that Sahara is by by now, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> so the group is all very queer. Yes. <laughs> Which um, is why a couple episodes ago I said the gay agenda of the show. Gay agenda of the show. Is it, by the end of the season, almost everyone in the show is gay. Yes. We're saying this as a, as a joke, by yeah. the way, for people who can't read tones. <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> Might have to add an insert a couple weeks ago. Yeah. By the way, that's a joke for later. It, it's um, it's a joke. But yeah, it's just because like literally none of the characters are straight. Like even Imogen, who was like, I thought she was a straight. She was looking at Sahara. At the end, a she's little, looking at Sahara on stage. Yeah, a little too much. So, <laughs> but I I said it at the beginning though because we were talking about how this is like wholesome, watch it with your family kind of show. But this is also the exact kind of show that like right wing people will complain about if they if it was even on their radar because everyone in it is gay and everyone who isn't gay at the beginning it will be by the end yeah. and this is <laughs> what they think is happening in reality <laughs> no it's just that when you're writing a show about a friend group and you're writing from a very specific perspective that's who you hang out with is people who are like you who yeah. you're going to gravitate toward exactly. people who are into the stuff you're into and a little bit of crossover with outside circles like the rugby team or whatever are extraneous until they're not. Yeah. Yeah, so they're flirting with each other, the yeah. two teachers. Yeah, seems like, you're flirting with me, maybe. And then they leave. Yeah. And then we get the others playing um, Truth or Dare. That's when Harry apologizes. Wait, what? Harry comes to the door. 
Oh, because there's a having, party. They're having a party without so, him. So Darcy throws Tara a birthday party. Birthday party yeah. and it's like a big party. It's cute. Henry comes to the door and is like, oh, I just want to apologize. Can I come in now? And Charlie's like, no. Sorry, you called him Henry. Uh, it literally. I. It's fine. Harry. It's just funny because I'm noticing it now. Anyway, but I just love when Charlie's like, mm, no. <laughs> Can I come in? No. Can I not just talk to Nick and Charlie? No, they don't want to talk to you. What do you mean they don't want to talk to me? What do you want? Look, I just wanted to say I'm sorry. I know I've said some homophobic stuff in the past, but I feel like I know better now. And I'll never say anything like that again. So, we cool? Can we come in? No. But it was, it was nice that Harry's starting to recognize his own crap, too. Yeah. Like, that's good. He's still a dumbass yeah. teenage boy, but I've said some homophobic stuff in the past, but I feel like I know better now. and I'll never say anything like that again. So, are we cool? Can we come in? No. No. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. And uh, I don't remember how much we see of the truth of dare, but it all comes down to the last bit of it where um, Charlie is dared to kiss James. No, dared to kiss James first and then Ben, right? Yeah. He's dared to kiss James. Why didn't he just kiss James? It would have been so much easier if he'd just done it. I think it's because they're all being weird about it. Wait, so James and Isaac kissed already in the hall. That is somewhere in... Yeah, in this this episode. James and Isaac kiss in the hall, and then Isaac, like, leaves, I think. It's, like, pretty awkward. He's he's around, but at the end of the episode, he's by himself on the balcony. Yeah. So sorry. Was it bad, or... I've just never kissed anyone before, so... It's not that, it's just... Um... I'm sorry. Heavy in the basement of your parents' place You used to be so sweet Now you're a firecracker on a crowded street Couldn't look away even if I wanted Try to walk away but I come back to the start But yeah, they're playing Spin the Bottle, I think. Charlie and Tao kiss, which is pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. But then he's, Charlie's dared to kiss James. And I think it's because someone comments about, like, they're the gay ones. That should be, yeah, so the gay he doesn't. Ones. I dare Charlie to kiss James. <laughs> You're only saying that because of the hickey rumor. And it wasn't James. Yeah, I mean, I don't care, so... Fine. I dare Charlie to kiss... Ben. No. No way. That isn't even funny. I barely know Charlie. No. This game is so stupid. I'm tired anyway. And so, like, okay, kiss Ben. Yeah. And then Ben is his stupid self. Like, I barely know this guy. Like, that matters for this game. <laughs> he keeps saying this. Like, it doesn't thing. matter whether you know these people. You're playing I'm a like, game of spin the bottle. And I'm like, you literally sat next to him at dinner a couple nights. Like, you know who he is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and everybody knows that. Like, so, everyone on this trip knows each other. 
Yeah, it's not even I'm that even sure big of a school. I'm sure there's anyone on this trip we don't know. Yeah, I know. It's not that big of a school. I mean, the entire, like, girls and boys school both fit on the same bus. So, right. it's not They're that big going of a school. To this trip. Right. Then they keep saying, like, who gave you the hickey? Well, he, has, he says instead truth instead of dare. Yeah. Yeah, they're playing a weird version of spin the bottle, truth or dare. Yeah, I don't know how Rather you combine those turns. two, but okay. And he opts for truth, and then they're like, who gave you the hickey? And he hesitates, so then Nick steps yeah, in and Nick says, says, I know who did it. It was me. It was me. So that he was grabs fun. his hand. It's nice. Yes, yeah, they're cute. Can I do a truth instead? Okay, then. Who gave you the hickey? What? Can we just move on from there? I know who it was. We're dating. Oh my god. I thought it was really cute. Really? How long have you been going out? A few months. Well, we were saying it the other day. I never would have guessed Nick was gay. Yeah. I'm bi, actually, but yeah. Do you want us to keep it a secret? We're okay with people knowing. But by the end of the episode, we know that Isaac's sad. And Isaac doesn't know why. Isaac's a little... Isaac's going through He's a little confused. Yeah. He's got an extra confusion thing going and, on. Yeah. And then we see Darcy throwing up, right? I believe that's the, the beginning episode. of the next episode. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Wait, so are we going to do one more? I'm actually not sure if that part is the end of this episode or the beginning. I think that's the beginning of the next one. Okay, let's stop here. Because we got Isaac on sad on the balcony. Okay, let's stop here. Thank you for listening. 50v20 is a production of Lemming Drops Studio. You can find links to this show and more at lemmingdrops.com. Subscribe to the show and review the show on your favorite podcatcher. Join the Facebook group at Lemming Drops Studio Tour for updates. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at 50v20podcast. And send us gifts. And support the show at patreon.com slash lemmingdrops. Bye. Bye.